This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to the internet and radio ministry of the Christian Crusaders. Who is Jesus to you? To some of us, he's a childhood friend who no longer seems relevant. Or he may be a famous figure of history with no personal connection to my life today. In today's program, we're going to discuss Jesus as a best friend who desires to know us and to live life together. Please stay tuned for our message, Knowing Jesus in Love. God is infinite and mysterious, invisible and incomprehensible to the human mind. Yet God, through Jesus Christ in the working of the Holy Spirit, is eager to reveal himself to each one of us, because God desires to know us in a relationship of life and love shared. And God wants us to open our hearts to him, that we might know and understand his love for us, and by faith, share a relationship with us. Let's pray together. Lord God, you are awesome in your power and glory. You are beyond our ability to understand. Our finite minds cannot fully grasp your ways but you desire us to know you. Open our hearts that we might eagerly receive what your word would show us about who you are and how you would bless us in life. Through Jesus Christ, amen. Today's scripture is from Ephesians 3, beginning with verse 14. For this reason I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name, that God would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with power through his Spirit in the inner man, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, and that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ, which surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled up to all the fullness of God. Now to God, who is able to do far more abundantly beyond all we ask or think, according to his power that works within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus, to all generations forever and ever, Amen. God, by definition, is infinite. Therefore, our finite human minds can't fully grasp or understand God, God's thoughts, God's ways. It's impossible for us to know God. Or is it? C.S. Lewis once said, There was an author who writes a book and in the writing of the book and the storyline, the author loves the characters he has created so much 
that the author wants those characters to know him, the author, personally. It's impossible, right? The author lives in a different dimension. It is impossible unless the author writes himself into the book's narrative, into the storyline, that the author writes himself into the lives of those characters that he cherishes so that the characters encounter him in the real story of their existence. God desires to know us. He has created us, but he wants to share life with us. He wants us to know his love. He wants us to know him personally through Jesus Christ and for us to share life with God by faith. That's what the whole of the Christmas story is about. You remember in John 1, 14, the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. We beheld his glory, glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So as you think about the God who created the world, the God who hung the stars in place and by his power sustains the orbit of the planets around the sun, the God who holds the universe, also is the God who wants to share love and life with you. That's why when Paul writes to the Ephesians, he prays that God's power would be at work within us so that Jesus Christ could come to dwell within our finite hearts and that we would know and experience God's love in a way that is more than just knowledge. God can come to us and we can experience his love. We can share a relationship of trust with him. In the ninth chapter of John, there's an interesting story about a blind man encountered by Jesus. The blind man wanted to see. So Jesus smears mud on his eyes and tells him to go wash. And the man is healed. He gets his sight back. There's this humorous interaction as the people see the man walking around with normal vision and they say, almost as if the guy couldn't hear them, this looks just like the man who used to sit in the dirt and beg. No, it couldn't be him. And all the while the man is raising his hand saying, yes, that was me. Yes, I'm the man. Well, the Pharisees also hear the story of this blind man, now healed, and say, have nothing to do with Jesus because he is not from God. And the blind man simply says to them, I do not know where he is from. All I can tell you is I was blind and Jesus helped me to see. Jesus later comes back to this blind man and says, Do you believe in the Son of Man? And the blind man says, Who is he that I might believe in him? And Jesus says, I who speak to you am he. And the blind man, 
who is now able to see, who has experienced the miraculous restoration power of Jesus, says, I do believe. And then John's story says, the man worshipped Jesus. The reason I share that story in connection with the privilege of people knowing God through Jesus Christ is that often people encounter God or come to God at the point of our human need. We come to God when we experience pain or brokenness or some form of our limits as human beings. And when we experience the power of God into our lives, there is a process of deeper and deeper revelation in knowing and understanding Jesus Christ. And the more we know him, the deeper our faith in him becomes. From serving our need in a circumstance of deliverance to confessing Jesus as our Savior, as the Son of God, as the Lord of creation, which then leads not only to gratitude, but to worship. As people live their lives, they have different ways of viewing who Jesus is or what it means to have a connection to God. For some, it's like a one-time trip. My wife Denise and I, once in our 20s, took a trip to Niagara Falls in upstate New York. It was awesome. It was majestic. The raw power of those natural falls took our breath away. It was a wonderful experience. But that singular trip to a momentous experience decades ago has little or no relevance to my daily life today. Some people think about God that way. It's like a momentary experience, a trip long ago, yet not relevant to life. Some people think of Jesus like a childhood acquaintance. We knew him once. We, in fact, shared a lot of life experiences. He was a significant part of our life. But when we became adult, we moved on. We're no longer connected. We're no longer in touch. We don't have life with him today. Some people approach Jesus like reading a biography of a famous person. In the reading of the biography, we might be tremendously impressed. We might learn a lot of detailed knowledge about that individual's life, how they lived, what they accomplished, who they knew, what they do. But reading a biography is not like a personal relationship. We could know intellectual truth about the person. We might know conceptually about the person, but have no relationship, no communication, no love shared, no trust. Some people approach Jesus like they would a doctor. They hope they don't have to go. 
But if they have to go and ask for help, they think it costs too much. And they resent the advice about how to live life, even though, in the doctor's wisdom, he knows good health. And they hope they don't have to go again. It's a preposterous understanding, but that's how some people think of Jesus. Some people think of Jesus like a nice, friendly uncle that I see a couple times a year at a family reunion. It's not bad, and while I'm there, I'm not fretting. I have pleasant interaction, but when I leave that family reunion... I don't share life with that crazy uncle on a daily basis. He has no relevance to my life goals or my daily needs. The best way for us to think about Jesus in a relationship of love is he is our best friend. He's not only supernaturally powerful, but he is a friend who supports and encourages us in our journey of life. He knows our needs. He loves us. And we invite Jesus as friend to share our life, to live within us, to help us with our priorities of life, to forgive us when we fail, to pick us up when we fall, to grant us wisdom and counsel for the journey, to be the one who helps us see our full potential as created human beings. He is all the while the companion who never leaves us or forsakes us. Jesus is Son of God and Savior and Lord, but he is by faith our best friend. Why would we love Jesus? Why is he our best friend? Well, first, Jesus uses his power to serve us in our brokenness. He leaves his position of infinite power and glory to come down to where I am and share my life. By the way, Christianity of all the religions of the world is distinctive in that way. All the other religions speak of living by an ethic to elevate the human being into a relationship with the divine. But Christianity speaks of God coming down to where we live to embrace us in our brokenness. What a beautiful expression of good news Christian faith is. Why would we love Jesus? I've been reading Psalm 103 as part of my daily devotions. And that psalm says that God unconditionally loves each one of us. We read, As high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is God's loving kindness for us. And Psalm 103 says that God forgives all our sins. That is his promise in the name of Jesus, who went to the cross for us and was raised from the dead to proclaim the forgiveness of sins to all who believe. 
Psalm 103 says, As far as the east is from the west, so far as God removed our sins from us. John 15 says, Greater love has no one than this, than he laid down his life for his friends. And you are my friends, Jesus says. The cross of Jesus says that he sacrificially has loved us so that he might transform us into being the people of God. In the cross, Jesus offers us new beginnings. And that beloved Psalm 23 says that God restores my soul. I don't know where your area of struggle or melancholy or brokenness or guilt is. But this I know, that God in the name of Jesus comes to know us in love in a way that heals us from inside out. God restores our soul. As a result, I feel great gratitude toward Jesus as my friend, as my God. I do love him for all the ways he blessed and continues to bless me. I trust my life to him, not just my eternal destiny someday when I die. I trust Jesus with my life every day now. And his spirit gives me joy. So my faith today confesses and confirms that Jesus is the Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one of God. Jesus is our Savior who delivers us from our sin and guilt and shame and he lifts us up to new life. Jesus is the Son of God with the power and the authority to save us. If he were not God, then his death on the cross could not have atoned for our sins. But Jesus is the Son of God who gave up the glory and power of his position He emptied himself that he might rescue us. He is our Lord, the master of our lives. And I turn my life over to his control. But finally, to say it again, I know Jesus Christ as my friend. I trust him. I trust his promises. I invite his Holy Spirit to live within me. And for all these reasons, I'm grateful that I can know God because of Jesus Christ and that his Spirit indwells me. May you know him too as your friend and your God. In James 2.23 it says, Abraham believed God and God reckoned it to him as righteousness and he was called the friend of God. May your faith in our great God who has revealed himself to us in Jesus give you peace and joy today. But may you know that God looks at you and calls you his son, his daughter, and that you are the friend of God. Let's pray together. Jesus, we thank you that you are the friend of sinners, that you know us, you know all about us, and you love us, that you come to us as we are 
and that in your spirit we become all that you intended that we could be. Give us faith to trust you. Again today we open our hearts and lives to you and gladly receive you as our God, our Savior, and our friend. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Dear friends, may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you his peace. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. You have been worshiping with the Internet and Radio Ministry of the Christian Crusaders. We pray today's message will help lead you to know and trust Jesus Christ as your close personal friend and God. Christian Crusaders is a nonprofit ministry supported entirely by the gifts of those who have been helped by its message and want to join in our mission to reach others with the good news of the gospel. We are especially grateful to our Gift Every Month Gem Club members. For your convenience, we are able to take Visa, MasterCard, and Discover Card donations by phone, mail, or on our secure website. Your support allows us to deliver biblical truths to those who cannot attend church and others who desire to hear the Word of God. Audio and printed versions of today's service can be found on our website. Visit us anytime at christiancrusaders.org. Our mailing address is Christian Crusaders, Post Office Box 522, Cedar Falls, Iowa 50613. Or you can call us toll free at 1-888-MY-FAITH. That's 1-888-693-2484. In the Cedar Falls, Waterloo, Iowa area, dial 277-0924. We are happy you chose to worship with us this day, and we pray you will join us again next Sunday on this station. Conducting the program was our associate speaker, Rev. Lee Lavig, pastor of Faith Lutheran Church in Spencer, Iowa. Christian Crusaders is now in its 82nd year of regular Sunday worship broadcasting.